It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Taylor Williams, welcome to Mind Your Business. Thank you. And you know me. I'm I your sure host, do. Jamila Lodge of BDC. But no, I'm excited to have you on the show. And we're going to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. All right. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So my name is Taylor Williams. I am uh, the Director of Business Development and um, Producer for 7 Self Productions. Okay. So... Seven South Productions, we actually met when you did your rocket pitch for your other business, That's Elevate. Right. That's right. Um, so what is the deal? What's going on with Elevate? Yeah, so Elevate is growing a lot. So um, when we met, that was right before the pandemic. Yes. Um, we So that was in November um, 2019, yes. I think it was. Um, so we had just launched Elevate. We were gathering all of these homes and we were explaining to people what we did and um, you know how we can help Airbnbs. And for anybody that doesn't know, Elevate Host Services is a full service vacation rental management company. And, um, and we, we do everything from calendar management to um, guest concierge, setting up taxis, dropping off groceries, all of that. And um, we basically just explained to people, you know, what we did. And mm-hmm. the rocket pitch was a very, very pivotal point because, you know, we were able to win first place um, in the pitch pin category. You did. And, um, and yeah. So. Fix it. Fix oh, it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get you in the live. There we go. All right. All right. It's all fixed. Back in. Back in. Back, back in. It. We're back in. So after Rocket Pitch, first place winners, mm-hmm. Elevate is still in existence. Oh, yes. And um, it's doing well. It's doing well. We actually just had our best month this month. Um, I think we had, um, I want to say it was, it was 50 reservations okay. um, over the course of the month. Um, highest um, grossing month that we've ever had. Um, brought on a few more homes and the phone was ringing a little bit more to, okay. to bring on a, a couple more homes. And we've refined the processes. We've hired people. So we have people that work with us, um, you know, full time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an office manager, uh, myself as, you know, kind of the person overseeing everything. Yeah. And uh, my wife, Toshle, she's overseeing everything as well. So things that are moving so along. That is so good. I'm yep. so excited for you guys. Thank you. And I guess, how are you managing that and 7 South Production? <laughs> like, how do the two work together or do they? Well, they do. Um, I ha- I'm just very fortunate enough to have a team on both sides that really believe and support me and everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the team on the Elevate side, they are so dialed in now with everything that they do. They We give them the list at the beginning of the day or beginning of the week, and mm-hmm. they just execute it. And then they just check in with me every now and again to say, hey, is this um, – is this correct? You know, these are all the check-ins and checkouts and scheduling and all of that. So they handle everything. Uh, and then my team on the seven South side is absolutely phenomenal. And like, I just, I work with a team of rock stars. Yeah. So I try to split my time evenly, you know, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It never happens like that <laughs> of though. Course not. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, in my mind, I'm always like, okay, <laughs> like from, you know, 7 a.m. till 12, you know, I'll do Elevate stuff in the afternoon. I'll do all seven South stuff. And it never happens like that. Yesterday, for example. Right. I mean, we were getting calls um, from a couple of the Airbnbs, you know, some things are happening. And at the same time, I'm trying to gear up proposals for mm-hmm. new projects that we have coming up on the People like us side. calling yeah. you last minute, like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing now? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I mean, but it, it works. To, it works well, and I mean, it just it made me as a person, um, especially the position that I hold in both companies, just yeah. more efficient. Okay, right? so was entrepreneurship something you always wanted to do? Like, did you always like, yeah, I'm gonna be working for myself, and that's that's what I want to do in my life. Did you always always know that? Yeah, I, you know what? I think that's a very good question. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have that story. It's like, oh, you know, I'm I was selling lemonade when I was, yeah. you know, so young. I don't think that was necessarily me. I I knew eventually at a certain point that I would want to work for myself. Right. But when I was younger, I didn't really have anybody to that was very close to me in my circle that were entrepreneurs. Okay. So it seemed like this kind of like abstract idea. And I remember I was in like the eighth grade and um, we were playing this game called um, like real life or something like that. Yeah. And I ended up getting um, the occupation of an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So, and then it, as a kid, you know, you want to, you know, make money and all yeah, of that, right? Of so um, it kind of gives you the outline of of this entrepreneur's life. So it's like how much they make, what they drive, mm -hmm. you know, um, where they live and all of that. And um, I'm like, wow, you know, that's very interesting. I never really heard about, a, you know, starting your own business and being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. before that. So I remember I went home and I was talking to my dad and he was, I was like, dad, I'm going to be an entrepreneur one day. And he was like, in what? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something. And something. And then he was like, well, after a lot of back and forth, yeah. um, he was like, well, you know, an entrepreneur is somebody that creates something. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to create? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know. And like, after that conversation, I was like, I was very devastated because he was like, well, this isn't like just an occupation, like, you know, being a teacher right. where, you know, it's there's an outline there yeah. for you. It's like you... You got to create you your own create outline. The outline. That's, That's right. right. So um, to answer your question, I mean, that was kind of my first introduction to wanting to be an entrepreneur. And then I have a completely different background than what I do now. I have right. a degree in kinesiology and I, I used to work in a, um, a physio clinic and then mm -hmm. I ended up working on the corporate side. Um, but then it got to a point where when I was in the clinic, I saw a gap between... Um, kind of the treatment of people coming in for physio mm -hmm. and them coming back into physio because they've hurt themselves. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll continue to do these exercises and all that while they're in for treatment, mm -hmm. but then they won't have any, any type of continuation. So mm -hmm. my first actual business was um, therapeutic exercise. Right. And, uh, and that's, I, I think that was probably like maybe seven years ago. You know, we have this um, debate, like can entrepreneurship be taught or are, entrepreneurs born. And from what you just described, your story, it really does sound like you were just an entrepreneur at heart. Like I think part of the the what you have to have as an entrepreneur is the ability to recognize when there is an opportunity, mm, right? right? So you're doing your physio physiotherapy thing and you're like, well wait, this there's a gap in the market here. They aren't being served. And guess what? I'm gonna fill it. Mm. Right? That's a whole different kind of mindset than I think uh what you would find for someone who is wants to continuously work for someone uh for them, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm. But I just think it's just interesting how you you didn't think that you were going to be an entrepreneur, but it seems very organic yeah. and natural that you will find yourself in this space. Yeah. And not only that, but you got multiple businesses, right? <laughs> You're like borderline serial entrepreneur yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, like starting that first business too, I can't give enough credit to the mentor that I had at the time. Okay. Um, and he's still my mentor now. Uh, we don't 
we're not as in touch as we used to be. Um, but just having the proper people around you that mm-hmm. really will support you in what you do mm-hmm. is, is so crucial too. Um, because I remember I walked into um, a meeting that I wasn't supposed to be into on a particular day when I was working at this physio uh, clinic. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I had a full business plan. Yeah. I just taught myself how to, how to, you know, um, create a business plan right? and had a full business plan, wrote everything down. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to call it. Um, and I'm going to register it as my business. Yes. And then they, all the owners just looked at me and I expected somebody to be like, no, Yeah. but they were like, all right, cool. They're That's like, awesome. we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. And whatever support that we can give you, um, you know, you'll have from us. And- and that's really fortunate, right? Because that wouldn't always happen. Sometimes, especially in Bermuda, where it's so small, people are automatically threatened. Mm-hmm. They are in fear of competition. What does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. If you start your own business, now that's how right. is that going to impact my ability to ca- retain market share? That's right. And so that they didn't do that, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I often think like competition is good, right? It helps you up your game. Yep. It helps them up their game. Mm-hmm. And in this instance... It doesn't sound like you were going to be directly competing. You were actually serving a, a market that wasn't being served, right? right? So it could be a complementary kind of situation. That's right. It could be, yeah. right? And, and, and it was, I mean, because to a certain point, um, you know, the physiotherapist would work with these clients until they got to a certain point where they were essentially able just to function again. Yeah. Um, and then I would take them from that point and um, just work on kind of everyday things with them in the gym. So See? like lifting things and just kind of, yeah, it's very complicated. That's right. <laughs> it works. So let's get back to 7 South yep. because I'm trying to figure out how you got from <laughs> physiotherapy to now um, concierge, Airbnb, hospitality, yep. Yep. and now we in 7 South Productions. Yes. How did you make that transition? How did it come about? And, and talk about like the growth of that particular business, 7 South. Okay, so um, how Seven South came about. So um, I met my business partner Felix Obas okay. through a mutual friend. Um, I thought that he was just a very cool guy. We uh, just instantly connected, mm-hmm. we, and we had a meeting to. Um, so he had a, a videography company as well called, mm-hmm. called Obas Nation Productions. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, and so he found out about Elevate, and he was like, "Hey, I love everything you guys are doing." Um, I want to shoot a video mm-hmm. for you guys. I want to work with you. So we had a meeting. Um, meeting was supposed to be an hour. We were there for three. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and like just the like the vibes were there. Um, you know, him and his wife are amazing people. Mm-hmm. I was with my wife as well. And uh, at the end of the meeting, I was I said to my wife, I was like, would it just be weird if I just want to hang out with that guy all the time? <laughs> like, you know, I just like the energy was just so good. Yeah, so yeah. So that's how Felix and I met. And then we worked on that project. It was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that was the beginning days of Elevate. And it really started to see some growth after we released that video. I think it had like six or seven thousand views or something like that it was it was really great um and then kind of fast forward from that he shot another video for us during the pandemic Mm -hmm. as we were coming out of uh, i think the first lockdown Mm -hmm. just to let people know hey elevate is still Still here here. and you know we're still functioning and we're not going anywhere and then uh, we kind of just progressed from there so like all entrepreneurs we have to kind of wear a few different hats and, and do different things so um we just, Felix and I just started talking more and he was like, yeah, you know, you can actually come help me on the production side mm-hmm. uh, for a few extra dollars because uh, I needed kind of all the money that we could get in order to inject it into Elevate in mm-hmm. order to grow. So we started working together under Obas Nation and um, 
and he essentially um yep go ahead yeah, sorry but my, my, phone, my phone is ringing like we're, we're we're multitasking here we got all different kind of ways that we're we're shooting this so uh, all right i'm just gonna turn this on now. okay All right. Okay. Yeah, phone's always ringing. Yes. Always. You working. <laughs> it's always yeah, ringing. That's right. But, that's a uh, good thing, though. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a concern when the phone's not ringing. Right. You know, so, but, um, but yeah, so I ended up helping Felix out on the production side. And then, um, and then he was like, yeah, you know, you're actually pretty you know good at this yeah and kind of position myself in a way where he was like i could do it by myself and i've been doing it by myself for a long time but um you've actually positioned yourself where it's like i don't want to do it by myself right so then kind of fast forward um felix was working on a modeling course mm -hmm. um felix is an international model he won't brag about the things that he's done but he is you like, brag for him. I, yeah i i always have to take the opportunity to brag for him <laughs> international model very very high level very successful person um so he was putting together a modeling course and i came in as um the fitness guy okay you know based yeah. on my background right and um and then that's when we met well, I, when I met my other partner, Kemeny Fox, and uh, she came in as the creative director. So she makes everything look amazing yeah. on camera. Um, so we worked on this modeling course. It was a huge success. Mm -hmm. um, really brought people together. And then um, then we worked on uh, on a, a shoot for Vineyard Vines. Mm -hmm. And we just went we got some clothes from Vineyard Vines. And we said, hey, you know, we're a company here in Bermuda that can actually produce um, you know, all these photos and different digital assets for you. Mm -hmm. And we shot everything, presented it back to them and the marketing team, and, and they loved it. And so Felix and Cam called me up and they were like, hey, we think that we have something here. Yeah. And that was the like the inception of 7 South. That's how it started. It it just kind of was going out on a limb, bringing creatives together, yeah. going out on a limb and then just kind of making things happen and realizing that, you know, we are stronger together than than apart mm -hmm. because you know felix had the, his own production company yeah basically um all video mm -hmm. and cam had her production um, house as well which was all photo mm -hmm. so we came together to offer photo video right. and all of that and then uh, like i always say i come in to do all the boring yeah. business stuff <laughs> but you're good at it yeah well thank you you know what i mean thank and everybody you. plays a role everybody plays a part which makes the whole thing kind of work yeah, you know it does that's your secret sauce i mean that is it's, it's really cool to hear how organic the kind of creation of the company was, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't forced. It just no. was a natural fit. And you guys recognized the opportunity again yeah. that was there by you coming together and, and building this company. Now, the name, Seven South Productions, where mm. does that come that from? That is a great, great question. <laughs> so um, Seven South Productions... On that day that Cam and Felix called, mm -hmm. we were like, what are we going to call this, this new production company? And we started throwing out a bunch of different names. So, you know, I think we had like Cedar Gate Productions and Longtail Productions and, you know, different things like that. But the, the main thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to transcend borders. Yes. For one. Um, because we, we wanted to be to work towards being an international production company. So yeah. we're doing work here, we're doing work, you know, all over the world. Um, so that was kind of the, the first part of that. Um, the second part of that is, uh, I mean, obviously as a production company, we like to create a lot of beautiful things. And when I first moved here, I would always take the number seven bus from, um, from 
Somerset to, to town. Yeah. And I would always take that bus because of the view. On yeah, the on South, South Shore. Shore. Right. I'm like, it it was the most beautiful thing and like and the ocean just went forever and mm-hmm. it's so blue. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I mean, I come from Canada, East Coast. I mean, we see water, but it's not like it's not it's the not same. Blue it's water like right? that, and it's yeah, that's right. It's it's very inspirational. Yeah. Um, and then in in a biblical sense, you know, um, the number seven being the number of completion, mm-hmm. uh, because that's one of the things that we want to do. Whenever anybody works with us, um, we want to them to know that we are going to complete their project mm-hmm. to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. And they won't need to go anywhere else in order to get that done. So right. that's where Seven Self Production is. All right, man. Look at yeah. you being all philosophical <laughs> yeah, well, and everything. <laughs> I try to sound smart every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> it works. It works. So, uh, part of this show, we like to talk about, of course, your experience, mm-hmm. how you um, got into this entrepreneurship game, mm-hmm. but also we hope that we're inspiring people who are considering entrepreneurship, young people especially. So what would you say to someone who may be considering entrepreneurship? But it's scary, right? Mm -hmm. It's a risk because you're taking on the responsibility for not just yourself in some instances, but for others who are depending on you to do your job so that they can still eat and pay their bills. So what words of encouragement could you give, would you give to someone considering entrepreneurship? I would say 100% just do it. Um, I mean, I was the type of person that wanted to have everything mapped out before I actually got into it. Yeah. And my wife is just like, okay, you can plan and plan forever, but you're not actually going to get that experience until you dive in. So that's, that's right. number one. That's what I would say. Um, number two is get a mentor. Okay. Because um, being, I know a lot of solopreneurs mm-hmm. and things, when things are good, Things are good. Right. Right. But when things are bad, when you get a bad review or a bad phone call or somebody's unhappy, it's very, very easy to lose motivation. Mm-hmm. And when you have a mentor, you you call them up and they're my mentor said to me, he's like, all right, cool. That's a bump in the road. So, yeah. you know, nobody died. You're going to continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just take this as a learning lesson. So um, what I started to do was to take those bumps in the road as just lessons to yeah. say, okay, well, what actually happened here to cause that? Yes. And then how can we fix it for the next time? And essentially now I see those bumps in the road as just a refining process. Mm-hmm. Every time that something comes up, um, you know, whether it's in 7 South or Elevate, um, I, we have a team meeting and we say, okay, guys, well, how did this actually transpire Mm -hmm. and then what can we do to eliminate it next time i think that's a great way to look at it because i think sometimes especially as solo entrepreneurs their project or whatever they start is their baby Mm -hmm. right and so you have the tendency to be like don't be talking about my baby like that right right. like what you mean and really like you said it's an opportunity to learn and to figure out, well, what went wrong and how can we fix it so it doesn't happen again? Sure. So that you already have that kind of thought process is great because we try to tell people, look, you have to separate. It's still a business. It is. You know, yes, it was your brainchild. You birthed it. It is your baby, but it's still a business and you still have customers. That's right. That have expectations. They do. And if they're telling you something, well, you better listen yeah. or you're going to lose them, right? Exactly. Um, so I think that's that's phenomenal that you do that. So that's two. Is there anything else you think they should consider? Hmm. 
I mean, I feel like I, I could just talk for days about this, you know, to be honest with you, but for the sake of time, I know, I know for the sake of time, I know I can't do that. And my partners tell me I'm long-winded all the time. So, <laughs> so no, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at two for now. Okay. That's, those are the two. Those are the two. Yeah. Okay. So mentor and then just do it, right? Just do it. Yeah. I would agree with you. I mean, one of the things that we try to encourage people to do, is like, okay, you have this idea. And people come all the time with ideas and they're like, oh, I don't want to tell nobody because they're going to sell my idea. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not the idea. It's the implementation of the idea. Yes, that's so right. Right? We were were just talking about that in our last team meeting on Monday. And, um, you know, because we always encourage a lot of collaboration and and competition. Yeah. And I was saying to, to my partners, I was like, well, I mean... Anybody can be given a recipe mm-hmm. or a blueprint, mm-hmm. but they won't be able to actually make that or build that the same way that you do. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, because I was one of those people in the beginning, I, I didn't want to tell anybody what I was doing. Yeah. But um, when I really started to learn about collaboration and kind of learned that, you know, the way that I do something will be completely different than the way that other people do things, yeah. that's when. It's like, okay, well, you know, now I'm able to talk about these things yeah. and what I want to do. And, and you never know where you're going to find that person's going to help you make that idea a reality. Exactly. Like if you hadn't said nothing to Felix, right? Yeah. Y'all still be doing your separate thing and couldn't be doing as much yeah. separately as you're, you're doing together. So right. I definitely think that that's something that I hope people hear mm-hmm. when they hear this is that it is important. Teams are important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember um, I went to a conference and Richard Branson spoke and he was like, yeah, whatever. I'm a visionary, but I'm nothing without my team. Oh, 100%. And so he's like, I find people that are smarter than me. Yep. To get it done, right? I don't have to know how to do everything, but I have to know that I don't know how yes, to do everything. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and that's very valuable too. Yeah. I mean, j- just the, I always have a lot of respect for anybody that says, you know what, I actually don't know how to do this, but I'm yeah. going to find out, or we're going to put somebody in place that does know more um, than me in this particular area. Yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for people that do that. You have to. Yeah. I mean, you guys collectively, oh, Felix, Kamani, yourself came together and you created this beautiful um, business <laughs> called. 7 South Productions. So talk a little bit about what it is that you guys do um, and then let people know how to reach you if they're interested in uh, creating beautiful things. Sure. So um, 7 South Productions is a full service video and media agency. Um, Now we focus on everything from commercials to brand videos, testimonial videos, um, promotional videos, all of that um, on the video side. We do product shoots, so whether it's a, a store that has new products that are coming in and they want to market them to their um, to their audience, um, we do that as well. We do websites, we do graphic design, you voiceovers. See, we do. Okay. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> so essentially, any digital asset that needs to be created for um, to be put out to the market, right? Um, that's what we do. Okay. And whether whether anybody has an idea of what they want it to look like, or if they say they don't, and they have no idea at all. Um, our whole team, not just myself, Cam, and Felix, but we have a whole team of creatives that will be involved in that project. And even if it's the smallest idea, we'll just develop that thing all the way to um, to make it something actually tangible. Oh, all right. Well, how can the people contact you? Well, they can they can look us up on Instagram. Okay. So the number seven. South Productions. Um, they can get in contact d- with me directly. Um, just my first name, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at 7 South Productions, mm-hmm. or um, info at 7 South Productions. Okay. And we are always, always looking to collaborate with people and, you know, just 
make magic. All right. Well, I like it. We, you know, we like making magic around here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so we look forward to working with you guys again. Working with you um, yes, was great. You yes. helped us out with our Global Entrepreneurship Week campaign. Yes. And so I owe you like an RFP. So that's happening. <laughs> okay. I look forward I, to I, it. Look, I have to keep telling myself, come on, Jamila, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Cross that off your to-do list. But no, it's been wonderful talking with you, yes. learning a little bit about how this whole thing got started. Yeah. Um, I wish you all the best. Thank wish you, you continued success. Um, it sounds like you you have the kind of secret sauce, right? You know it takes a team, right? Oh, it does. You focus on what, what's important that you can do and what your team does, and together you guys make magic. Like yes, we do. We do. So thanks again for yeah. joining us here on Mind Your Thank Business. Thank you for having me. And remember, if you don't mind your business, who will? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> who will? <laughs> thanks a lot, Taylor. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.